So we're back at the annual Beth Shalom Sports Banquet. This is the third year that me and Missy have been here. Okay. And you've been here for 27 years. No, 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 no. Sheriff Steele's been here for 27. Okay. I've been here for... You're not that, you're not that old, right? <laughs> I am that old. Uh, <laughs> I've been here for... I want to say 15 of these, okay. you know, maybe a few more. I'm not really sure. It's just one of those things you, you do every year. Yeah. You know, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. This is, like I said, this is our third year, and it's like I, whenever Jeff calls and says, hey, this is the date, come on up. Mm-hmm. We just get so excited because there's so much that goes on. Everything is so fun and positive. Yeah. It's nice, clean, family fun. It is. I mean, it's really about the folks who come here today. Yes. Who have this opportunity to interact with student athletes, uh, professional wrestlers. Uh, over the years, we've had Steeler players come in, uh, Pirate players. It's, it has a great history. And this goes back to the 1970s when Steelers in the 70s would come here. And they would meet with the kids here. And they expanded beyond the, the young people that, that attend Congregation Best Shalom. Now we have people from Maine State, Achieva. A lot of organizations have come in and get to experience just a, a fun day. Yeah. And you kind of forget that you're an adult. And you kind of forget about... All the problems in the world. And you act like a kid for an hour. And have a little fun. And you know what? Every everybody needs that. Yeah. You know when um, Sheriff Steele was up there, and I know that we're gonna have him. Um, we're gonna have him coming on. Then you know a private place. Yes. I'm sorry. That's still funny. It's always funny. And his personality. Like I, I think the first time we were here, I was like, oh, that guy. I don't know. Like, is he acting or? Is he kind of, or does he like really yell at people? And then when you get him away from, you know, from, from that persona, he's just such a wonderful guy. We interviewed him last year, and we've been friends, friends on friends, Facebook friends yep. since yes. then. So everybody's just so wonderful. Well, he comes over from Ohio. Yeah. He's based. Yeah, like I said, this is important to him. And I think it's important to all of us. I mean, you know, I don't know if we're changing the world or trying to make a, a huge statement. We're just spending a day giving back, and I think that's what makes it so much fun. It's one of the reasons I continue. This is not something that I do because I want to be on television. Although we do have a camera here today. Yeah. It's because you know, selfishly, you get a good feeling because all these people are seeing they're smiling, and happy, they're having fun. Right. It's and wonderful to see how much fun they have. Yeah. yeah. How much they enjoy it. There's no better way to spend a, a Sunday. Right. Uh, right. Especially the first Sunday without football. I was just going to say, as long as there's no Steeler football, we're good on that first Sunday. Well, you know, you, you said that it's not like we're changing the world, but when you go to change the world, one step at a time, you're just, you, you might have just changed somebody's life, you know, that, that comes here, probably, you know, multiple times. Well, you know, it's funny. Everybody walks away with a smile on their face, uh-huh. and they feel like they've interacted with people who are significant, and they, right. and, and not like that, but they, they develop new heroes. I mean, a lot of these student athletes are in sports that don't get a lot of attention, you know, track and field, and golf, and volleyball, and to interact with them is great for the people who come, and for the student athletes. Uh-huh. They really feel good. They feel like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm appreciated, and it's fun, and, you know, I'm a big deal. So I think it's great on both ends. Yeah, yep. What 
my favorite part of the whole thing was when Ashley, the student athlete, yes. was wrestling Preston, arm wrestling, and one of the young 22 cuties screamed, girls can do anything boys can do. And I, said, I just want to go over to that girl and I just want to give her a hug. Well, Sheriff Seal likes to pick on the ladies. Yeah. And uh, the ladies always wind up winning. Because I always tell them, look, you, know, you always pick student athletes. Yeah. These people are trained yeah. athletes. They're on, they're on Don't mess with them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then again, our friend Wendell, who has been here for many, many years. Oh. Wendell is just, he's fun, he's energetic. He really looks forward to this every series. He's so entertaining. Oh, my goodness. He's got his own belt. I want him to get off stage. He's, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. And he does. he's not afraid of sheer steel. He's like, bring it on. Right. <laughs> well, Andrew, I'll let you get back to us, all the other guests. And thank you so much for You're welcome. Thank you for having me. And thank you for coming out. Thank, thank you. Societies rise and societies fall. When the time comes, one society steps forward to build a better future. Society 13. Rebuilding society. One podcast at a time. Okay, so me and Missy are back with Preston Steele. Now, we interviewed you last year. Yes. And then we became friends on Facebook. Yes. And so we kind of keep up with you, you know, like throughout the year. And you just seem to be doing so much, so many fun and interesting things. So what have you been up to for the last year? Well, uh, of course, I've been wrestling, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been to Denmark and Germany and Sweden. Uh, I just love going over there. They really take care of us over there. It's, it's a lot of fun. I've made some great friends. That's just that's one of the things that people don't understand. It's been my work for 30 years. And, uh, you don't look old enough to be doing well, that. Thank you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, so I don't know if I mentioned to you last time, but I uh, had lost my parents when I was young, and I was actually an abused child. And I was, uh, had uh, guardians that uh, would uh, physically abuse me and emotionally. I mean, from locking me in the closets for hours at a time to they embezzled all my money and had nothing. And so I have no other relatives. So uh, for me, a little guy coming from originally Gerard, Ohio, mm-hmm. suburb of Youngstown, and I've been all over the world. I've been over Australia and Italy, Germany, France, England. So for me, I've been blessed. And so when I do things like this today here at the uh, Beth Shalom Center, this is about giving back. Uh, I do a lot of different things, and sometimes I put it on Facebook, sometimes I don't. Um, I don't believe that you know, someone should be, if they're doing it for a good reason, you're not putting it out there. Right. Um, I did put a picture on mine today from uh, probably about two years ago when that little Wendell, I don't know if you... Yes, he's so entertaining. He comes out every year, and he, he beats me in the wrist dress, and he brings his own championship belt. He started bringing that probably seven or eight years ago, and... Um, so I had a picture uh, uh, that day. It wasn't Wendell. Those yeah, couple of the people were sitting at his table, and I let them hold my championship belt, uh-huh. and they just thought that was the greatest thing. And, it's just, and if you look at the picture, if you get a chance, please look at it later on my Facebook. Um, you want to tell everybody what your Facebook is? Yeah, it's under Preston Steele. Okay. S-T-E-E-L-E. You'll see me waving the American flag. Go USA. 
But uh, yeah, if you could check that picture out, and uh, I wrote a little caption on there, and it's not about how much money you have, it's not about prestige, it's not about any of those things. It's what you do, giving back. Um, that's what makes you very wealthy. So yeah, you saw that. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. And I have been nursing a, a, a hip problem, so I don't know how much longer I'm going to be be doing this. I'd be going up to a University Hospital and getting a shot in my hip every three months, and I'm good for about two months after that and then I need help going up steps. <laughs> People don't believe it. They're like, you're jumping off the top rope and then the next day I can hardly walk. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm trying as long as I can. I, I love this. Um, it's, it's in my blood. You know? I feel like after 30 years, even if physically you weren't able to do something, people would still have you back just because of who you are. Well, you saw Lord Zoltan. You saw yeah. Lord Zoltan. He was here today, and uh, he's been doing a lot longer than me, probably, probably close to 40 uh -huh. years. And, and he's got the knee problems, too. He's bone on bone. I'm bone on bone on my hip. But, uh, you know, we're still coming out there, and uh, they keep inviting us back. And we look at some of these younger guys. They last six months, a year or two, and then they're not wrestling anymore. They're doing some of these crazy things that, where it doesn't mean anything. You know, I've survived because, yeah, I, I used to do the moon songs. I did a lot of these different moves that people are doing now, but it meant something. You know, I just recently saw this. There was a video on YouTube of this kid. He's probably 20 feet up in the air, and he jumps off, and the guy doesn't catch him, and his legs go sideways. For what? There was 20 people in the audience. Why would you do that? Where did that get you? Now you're going to be crippled for the rest of your life. Yeah. How old was the... He was probably in his early 20s. You know why? It's for social media shock value and I'm trying sure to go viral. And I think like at that age, they don't realize the damage that they're doing to themselves. I don't think so. Yeah. They don't think it that far. Through. Well, you have kids that age. Yeah. So they don't think that far. No. Well, I've tried to, well, you know, my son. Mind you, yeah, because yeah. of my preaching to them. Once, so they, <laughs> at least I hope they do. I yeah. don't see them doing any stupid things like that. My son is, is 25, okay. and he's been wrestling since he's 15. So I've tried to, you know, explain to him. Listen, this is psychology. You know, there's a, a reason to do things. There's a reason when you do something. You know, sometimes less is more. Right, right. Lord Zoltan and I, we wrestled so many times. We're, we're considered old school guys. And for the first five to seven minutes of the match, sometimes we don't even touch each other. And the crowd is so mad. And they're cheering or they're booing. And they're like, come on. They kick his butt. And, you know, that's, if you can do that, you've got the meeting on the palm of your hand. Exactly. So I've been trying to teach him that. And I was just telling Andrew Stockey when we were talking to him, I said the first time that we were here, and we saw you, we were kind of like, is, is he mad? Is, 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 is he mean? Is he scary? And is he really a sheriff? And then, of course, now we're like, the act is, is amazing. That's what gets people, you know, so excited. Right. Yeah. Some people say I'm actually a nice guy. I don't know. So. Hey, you've always been nice to us. Yeah. Maybe that's because I said you were young. Well, well yeah, that's hey, that's If fine. you just said, yeah, you know, I was old, then, you know, screw you. Computer would have been broken. Yeah. Yeah. Go get this piece over there. 
I'll show you who's wearing the belt. <laughs> so what's going on with you guys? Tell me something about you. Um, I've been following you guys on Facebook. I know. We, we don't do anything nearly as interesting as you. The one thing that I did interesting the past year was uh, my boyfriend bought us tickets to see Wicked. I in saw Pittsburgh. that. Yes. What did you did you like it? No, I didn't see that. I oh, saw okay. that you put it on. Yeah, I don't go see something stupid. Um, like that. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, just a different art form. It's a different, you know, show that they're putting on. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. You tell us all about it. I, th I thought that it, it was amazing. So I got to give a shout out to my boyfriend for buying those tickets. Oh, he's a, he's a nice man. Yeah. Would you have to pay him? Do you have to pay him to do that? Well. What'd you promise him? Oh, never mind. Can't, this is a family show. <laughs> well, this episode is a family episode. All the other ones yeah, I can get with that. Not family friendly. Okay. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's more fun that way. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. I did. I did not work in radio for all this time, so I did not say the other. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. What we really want to say? Well, yeah. You noticed the whole time there. I didn't say it not once, right? No. Well, and you know what? Don't yeah. have to. No, you can have good, clean, fun like that. Right. Just. You know. I think I had some heat here today. The people hating me who like to hate me, and <laughs> I didn't have to swear. Yeah. It's it's all about entertainment. It is. One last question that I want to ask you, because we didn't ask it last year. You get mad when people call you Barney. What's Barney? You know, Barney Fife. Okay, that's, that, that's exactly what we said. And then I'm like, I don't know if all these young kids over here are going to get the, uh, well, the connection. Yeah, most of them do. And if they don't, they think it's the Barney character. So yeah. I don't care. Just don't call me Just Barney. Just don't call me Barney. And I'm like, you call, don't make me come out there, because I will. You know, and then, of course, you know, if I take my time and say, whatever you do, Whatever you're thinking, don't call me Barney. And what do they start doing? Barney, Barney. So, yeah, so it works very well psychologically. Of course, of course, gets the crowd pumped up. Well, listen, it's been my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Thank I appreciate you. it. It's great seeing you guys. And I look forward to seeing what what else you do uh, this year on okay. Facebook. Yeah, I uh, expect a tour coming up real soon, so I'll be posting some pictures. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I look forward to that. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. You guys have a great yeah. day. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you again it. for nice seeing you again. Good seeing you. Society 13 Podcast Network. Redefining podcasts. Society-13.com. I like to listen. Okay. So me and Missy are back and we are with Seth. Newstein? Newstein. Newstein. Okay. I was close. And so tell us your background with the Beth Schillen Sports Banquet. Oh, well, I've been volunteering here since uh, I want to, I forget exactly what age I was when we first started. I want to say nine-ish or so. Uh -huh. And I've been volunteering either behind the scenes or in front of the scenes every year. And I've always been a magician. I was kind of the kid who did all the kids' parties okay. you know, when, I, when I was seven. Uh -huh. And I haven't done kids' shows except for things like this where I volunteer. It's all corporate and adult events now, uh, customized entertainment uh -huh. for, for high-end clients and corporations. But I've been performing here every year because it makes me feel good to give back to my community. And this is a really nice cause. Mm -hmm. So since it's been my community and my family and my friends uh, – who have been doing this, it's been really great for me. So I come and I go around to table to table and I do some sports themed magic since it's a sports themed luncheon and we have a great time. And there are people who actually come back every year. They, they, 
come back looking for the magician. That's what we were just talking with Jeff, the organizer, about, uh-huh. was that the quote he gave me for my website was that the people keep saying, forget the sports stealers figures here. We want to see the magician come back to our table, which is very, very nice of them. Well, and you know what? It's it's not something that you get to see all the time. Right. It's almost no. like a lost art. It is. There's there's very, very few people who specialize in adult magic. When I say adult, uh, my show is very clean, right. but I mean sophisticated magic. Right. It's for uh, mentally mature audiences. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, people who actually do that kind of mind reading in the kind of sleight of hand that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that, that's actually sophisticated enough for somebody like you to really enjoy. Right. Especially so th- not up close either, you know, not seeing it, somebody just up on stage doing oh, yeah. something. Yes. Well, because you just did, you just you showed us a card trick before oh, you yeah. came on, which we're still, if we're still blown away. By. Oh, yes. Okay. You're very kind. So now, I don't, I don't know if you want to tell us this. You don't have to. But like, is everything, you know, sleight of hand? No, not at all. Not even close. Uh, so, so everything that I do, though, it's all couched around the idea of I don't want you to watch me do something cool because I don't have an ego about it. That's uh-huh. that's not why I do it. I like it because I get to make a mi- living being creative and being an artist, mm-hmm. and I appreciate people giving me that opportunity. Yeah. So it's all about you, Martise, and you, Missy. I want to make you shine and make you feel good and help you to do something amazing and cool that you're going to remember. So like what we did before, that was all about you. You got to make all the decisions. Yeah. Everything cool happened in your hands. So a lot of the things that I do actually doesn't involve any kind of sleight of hand at all. It's actually more things of the mind. It's not real mind reading. We, sorry to anybody in the audience who thinks <laughs> mind reading is real. <laughs> I cannot read minds. I've tried to explain to every girl I've ever dated. I cannot read her mind. I'm not going to get on stage and pretend. Tell now. me how you feel. That's how exactly. I feel. Exactly. <laughs> just, just. So, so, the, so the point is, I'm going to do. So, so you, you wanted me to illustrate. So we'll illustrate. So okay. we, we have the, we have the deck of cards out. So we'll do something cool with the cards here. Okay. And we'll kind of narrate a little bit. So, Martise, give them a little mix here. Okay. While I pull out just a, a pen and some piece of paper. So I'm shuffling the cards. Yeah, and we were talking about being creative a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. So you're aware that everybody has unique ways that they express themselves, correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. So, for example, everybody expresses themselves very uniquely through different forms, like like their handwriting, for example, mm-hmm. right? So we could tell things about you, Martise, based on the way you dot your eyes. Okay. Or we could tell things about you, mm-hmm. Missy, based on the way you slant certain letters. Okay. Or you curl certain letters, things like that. I mean, I can't, but there's handwriting forensics that they solve crimes. Mm-hmm. It's right. really fascinating. Uh, but I've been studying and watching people shuffle cards since I was about yay high. And uh, you guys are aware that, and everybody I'm sure listening to a Pittsburgh podcast is aware that yay is a very precise form of measurement, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. I didn't realize, because I, I traveled the country performing for, for corporate and private events, I, I never realized until I started traveling that not everybody gets yay. So uh-huh. I was at oh. a, yeah, so I was in an engineering conference in Seattle, and they didn't understand yay at all. And it was so funny. They were so drunk by the end of the night. Everything was yay, yay this, yay, that. Yay. <laughs> They sent me a review that only Pittsburghers would appreciate that said, Seth, your show was yay awesome. I know. That that made me feel good. I know I I struck a note with them. But I guess the point is, uh, just like handwriting, there are other ways that you uh, manipulate objects and things to express your personality. So things like postures and things like that, where Uh you can tell from an actor the way they hold themselves. Or to more directly correlate with handwriting, 
the way you shuffle and handle a deck of cards. So Martise, you shuffled these cards beautifully, but differently <laughs> than anybody else in the world will ever shuffle them. And in addition, you actually did it in a way that's unique to you because your hands manipulated the cards so they fell in a unique way. Mm -hmm. So you ladies can confirm that all I'm doing here is I'm spreading through the cards and I'm just pulling out a couple of options, leaving them where they're at. So that way I can just read your shuffle based on what I've gotten to know about your personality a little bit, Martise. Okay. So I can just kind of figure out what I think you might choose to do with these cards next. Right, Miss? Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. One of the okay. Well, I'm on the air, so I better You're make a to snap. To, yeah, to. I may, okay. better better make a snap decision here. I'm not sure, but I, I'm gonna write it down anyway, so that way I am committed. It's always nice when a man's willing to commit to something, right? <laughs> Hey, some men can't even decide what they that's want true. for dinner. Oh, so. my goodness. I, I feel like that's every man. Yeah. Just make a decision. Oh, I can. That, that, like I said, I'm a unicorn in this regard. <laughs> but the point is I don't want you to read it. You can verify that there is something really written okay. there, correct? Yep. Okay. I just don't want you to see it because I don't want to influence your decision. Okay. This is what we're talking about is me seeing something beautiful that I see in you and just kind of pointing it out on the kind of decisions you might choose to make. Okay. So as I spread through the cards, just slip this face down between any two cards you like just like that. Don't okay. let me influence your decision. All so anywhere right. you like, just stick it in. Uh, in the deck, I mean, please. <laughs> and you giggle, but some lady chased me around for three minutes once. Aww. It was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> Let's just, let's Welcome just say, to what women go through most days of our lives. Let, let's just say we never recover the prediction, right? <laughs> but I'm sorry. The point is, are you happy with this spot or do you want to change your mind? I'm good with the spot. Missy, keep it or change it? Keep it. You sure? Last yep. chance? Okay. So this is the spot you want? Uh-huh. Okay. Now, like I said, you could have put it anywhere you like, but I had a feeling, based on your personality, that you would be attracted to a particular spot in the deck directly between two cards. Okay. And that's why I was absolutely certain that in the end you would want to place it right here in this exact spot about two-thirds up, directly between these two cards that I had written down here, directly between the five of spades and the four of spades. What? <laughs> now, are you going to tell us how you did it? Very well. Okay. Oh, you did very well. <laughs> i got to take a picture of this so that I can post crazy. it on. That is crazy. Okay. I still don't know how you did it. Well, I picked up on your personality, and it's kind of like one of those things where a psychologist says, point to any object in the room, and he can kind of guess the object that you will be viscerally attracted to. This is kind of that, but on a smaller scale, where I examined your shuffle, how you handled the cards, uh -huh. about your personality. Because you knew those two cards were together, right? Well, when I looked at the cards yeah. deck, through the deck, I, I picked out that spot and wrote okay. it down, and you put it there, you could have changed your mind, you could have put it wherever you liked, but that was the spot that you liked. That's and that crazy. was the spot I wrote down. I know it's fun, isn't it? That it is fun. And you can do all the you can do these things without cards too, but you know, the cards are a little more visual. I'm so just I'm just like yeah. I'm just shocked. I know this, the I silence know. <laughs> is great for radio, isn't it? That's I'm okay. Amazed. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. See, I I don't even know where to go from there because I'm still my mind is trying to figure out. How you did it. it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm so like, other than card tricks, that. what other kind of magic do you do? Like, Or is that 
your well, favorite so, kind. Well, so I, I do really like card magic mm. because the thing about cards is they're this object that has all this mystique around them mm-hmm. where people like cards, they're used to them, they play games with them, you gamble with them, They you know lives are won and lost, wars are won and lost over the turn of a card. Mm-hmm. People put so much onto them. And plus they're just fun, they're games. And plus we can have, like we were doing before, where we got a group of people yeah. involved and everybody was picking different cards and holding on to cards and doing uh-huh. different things. So you can get a ton of people involved in card magic. Now it's funny because when I go on stage, I do very little with cards. But when we're in small groups, it's fun to do that with cards. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be. I just yeah, I just like cards. Cards yeah. are fun. So like I mentioned, uh, today mm-hmm. I was going around and doing uh, kind of my version of the cups and balls with my great uncle's uh, lucky whiskey cup that I inherited. Okay. And uh, so I was doing it with, with baseballs. Uh-huh. So that's obviously something completely different. Right. Something right. very visual. I don't know if you got a chance to see me doing that, but I was doing that today because it was a sports theme. Right. Oh, uh, wow. And I actually perform it during sometimes during my stage show too uh-huh. because, like I said, my, my great uncle, you can look him up on Wikipedia. This isn't just stage talk. His name is Lenny Levy. And he was uh, a backup catcher and a batting and third baseman coach for the Pittsburgh Pirates. So he coached for the 1960s World Series. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then he retired because baseball players didn't make what they do now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he opened up Lenny Levy's Chrysler Primeth, We'll Play Ball With You, and he coached all the home games so he didn't travel with them okay. anymore. Yeah, but he would fly in every year in the 80s for the old-timers games, and I got to sit with him, sometimes even in the dugout with all the old-timers, and he had this, so I'll show it to you, which makes for great radio for me to show you something. <laughs> That's fine. I, we got but, social media, so the pictures will be on But that. he had a lucky whiskey cup that he would drink with from all the games, and he would travel around with him, uh-huh. and when he passed away, my mother let me have this. And he would perform these little bits of magic with miniature, miniature baseballs, you know, the kind of the, the uncle kind of thing, uh-huh. not, not so great. So I do what he wished he'd been doing, which is my version of a, the cups and balls, but with his lucky whiskey cup oh, on stage. Cool. And, it, and it's fun to me. It's meaningful to me. I get yeah. a little choked up when I perform. You can hear me getting choked yeah. up because I loved my uncle Lenny so much. Aww. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I was sharing. And he was a member of this synagogue, actually, uh-huh. that we're in right now. So... It's extra special for me to share it with everybody uh-huh. at this sports luncheon, and I like to think that he would be very proud of me because oh, he can, so. considered himself an entertainer even more than a ball player. Uh-huh. So he was an interesting character. He's a big gambler, ran with the Rat Pack, all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. really? That's so yeah. Cool. He's in the movie Angels in the Outfield. If you walk, look at the original, you look at the lineup. Okay. And the uh, at the end when everybody yeah. is, all the ghost players are there. If you look for the chubby guy, because. Catchers are big guys, yeah. so I don't mean chubby in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Wearing a pirate's outfit, that's him. Okay, yeah. so I'm gonna have to go look now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's in some other movies too, but they're all like one second walk bys. Yeah, you, know, you don't recognize yeah. him. Yeah. So that's that's what I was doing here. So so I do all sorts of other things. So I I do like I said, mining is not real, but I do mm-hmm. psycholo- psychology things mm-hmm. similar to what mm-hmm. we just did with the cards. Uh-huh. But we can do it with any kind of objects. Okay. Uh, you know, for, for for example, if you want to do one more thing, sure. I'm gonna. It's gonna take me a moment to write down a little prediction here. We'll do it with Missy. Why don't you talk for a moment while I think about what what she's gonna do? So, um, I said that I'm gonna be posting some pictures. So make sure that you like me on Facebook, the Pop Off with Martise, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Martise M. And then we're gonna be getting Seth's information too, so that way, uh, if you want to see him on stage, you can. And actually, I do have primarily, like I said, it's mostly private events mm-hmm. that I, that I private corporate and uh, and just private private mm-hmm. events uh, for for you know not kids shows but corporate and adult sophisticated. But 
I do have one regular public show that people can come see me at. Okay. Uh, do you know the Bar Blend downtown? I, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's a luxury cigar and bourbon bar. So okay. it's a bit pricey for everybody, uh, but it's very well ventilated. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm there for eight hours. I don't even smell like smoke. So if you don't oh, smoke, it's okay. a nice place to go on a date or to take a client. Uh -huh. And yeah, and Valentine's Day is coming up soon. So it's a real nice place downtown. So it's on 7th Avenue across from the golf building in the Coppers building. And the first Wednesday of every month, I perform tableside magic for the customers starting from 7.30 p.m. till close. And if anybody messages go. me on Facebook, I'm very responsive on Facebook Messenger, uh -huh. that they're going to come down. If they're bringing a date or something, I'll prepare something extra special for you if you let me know in advance. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, we're definitely going to have to come down. Yeah. Thank you for giving us a oh, reason no to go to the bar on a Wednesday night. <laughs> First Wednesday of every month. So I believe, is if you look at your calendar, I think the next one is March 7th. Let me see here. But while you look that up, I have a little prediction written here. Yep, okay. March 7th. And uh, I don't want you to, again, I don't want you to read it because I'm not trying to influence your okay. decision. But just so you know, it's really there, right? You know, I, I really wrote this long, involved thing. Okay. I don't want you to read it because I just don't want to influence your decision. Okay. okay? But Missy's going to be the one making the decisions here because you got to have all the fun. Yes, last time. that's fine. But you do get to do one thing. So I have three just random objects here that just were on my person. They were just random objects, a ring, a watch, and a pen. Okay. Okay. And would you please just arrange these objects in whatever order you like so Missy here does not think I'm trying to influence her by the placement of the objects. Okay, perfect. So you're satisfied with the order they are in now? Yes. Martise? Perfect. So... I'm going to turn my head from you, Missy, just so you don't think I'm trying to influence you with my gaze or anything. Okay. But just pick, and this isn't one of those guess which is in the hand things, so it's okay <laughs> if I know which is in which hand. Okay. People, people try to like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I don't care which is in which hand. Okay. I just want to be left with one object. So just pick up two of the objects, one in each hand. It doesn't okay. matter which two. And Martise, tell me when she has done that. Okay. Hey, do you have it? You have two of them? She does. I do. Okay, perfect. So you're leaving me holding the watch here, and you've picked up the pen and the ring. Mm -hmm. So take one of these objects and just hold it behind your back like that. Just one? One of them. One of them. Perfect. So we're choosing to hold on to this pen and the ring, because you put the ring behind your back, mm -hmm. just like the watch is behind my back. Mm -hmm. So the pen is now the one out of place. We're going to put that away. Put it in my pocket here, just get it out of the way. Now, I wrote a prediction down here about what I thought the decisions you might make were. Okay. Miss, Missy. So the first thing I thought might happen mm -hmm. would be that you, Missy, would be holding the ring. And that's what I wrote down here. You will be holding the ring. And that's correct. You are left holding the ring. Yes. Which I do want back. My grandma <laughs> gave that to me for my 13th birthday. It has my initials on it. And then I said that I would be holding the watch, which is correct, because you left me holding the watch. Right. And finally, finally, the very last decision that you would make would be about the pen. And you chose that we would hold on to these two objects and therefore eliminate the pen and put it away. And that's what I wrote down. Finally, the pen would be hidden. What made you think that I would do that, though? Well, we talked about how, how we talked about how lovely a girl you are, and and how you're attracted to diamonds. So I had a feeling you might hold on to the golden object. I had a feeling you were going to pick the ring. Really? Just well, I would have picked it too. Exactly. I'd have put it on. Two classy ladies, of course, they were going to choose the ring. Well, I would do want to back them. Classy or ladies. 
Today we are, though. I think you're classy, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, Seth, thank you so much for taking the time and showing us some uh, some magic tricks and entertaining us personally. Yes, thank oh, you very course. much. Do you want to tell everybody your website and social media stuff? Oh, sure. My website is sethnewstein.com. It's spelled S-E-T-H. N is in Nancy, E-U-S-T-E-I-N is in Nancy, sethnewstein.com. I know it's a bit of a mouthful. It's okay. But you can also look me up on Facebook and Instagram. They're both the same. It's just Magician Seth Newstein. Uh, but you can find me on Facebook regular Seth Newstein too. I'm actually pretty approachable. And, uh, yeah, so that's how you can get a hold of me. Uh, my email address is magic at sethnewstein.com. It's really easy. You just need to know how to spell my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. No. It's really not. It's just, I come, I'm, I'm a, look for Magician Seth Pittsburgh on Google. I'm the only one that shows up. There you up. go. There There's you go. There's, like, three magicians that actually perform for adults in Pittsburgh anyway, so it's really hard to find. I think I'm the first person in the Google map path right now. I don't know. All right. SEO changes all the time, right? Well, yeah. But just getting up there. Yeah, right. That's a yes, because as soon as somebody Google's magician Pittsburgh, there you are. Yeah, yeah. you see my you see yeah. my pretty face and well my semi pretty face, <laughs> and you see a very lovely face of a lady having a really good time with me. We're standing back to back, and I'm reading her mind, and she's laughing hysterically. Okay, <laughs> that was a really fun club night down at Hambones actually uh -huh. a few years ago. That was so much fun. Okay, yeah. well, we're gonna have to come see you. Oh, Again, do. now we have an excuse to go to a bar on a Wednesday night. There That's right. Go. That's perfect. Hey, First let me know, Wednesday of every month. Let me know when you're ever going to an event and okay. your boyfriend can't make it and you need somebody to network with, right? Perfect. Yeah, and I'll, and I'll make sure that you get all the attention because that's my job. All right. <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Well, Seth, again, thank you so much for taking some time and talking with us. Oh, it was a pleasure. Okay. Thank you again for coming tonight. Of course. We have fun every year. Yeah, we we, we enjoy this a whole year. lot. Yeah. Oh, I enjoy this so, every year, too. Yes. We really, we really appreciate mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And thank you, too, Miss. Thank you. And thanks for listening to the Pop-Off with Martise. Hey, guys. It's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Welcome to Transforming 45, the podcast that celebrates the incredible power of passionate voices. I'm your host, Lisa Boat. Join me in conversation with heart-led humans who share their deeply personal stories of transformation. Transforming 45 is here to uplift, connect, and remind you that it's never too late to write your next chapter. So get ready to be inspired, empowered, and transformed. Join me in this community where through powerful storytelling, we heal and reclaim our inherent magic. Electric acid. Electric acid.